Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Pym, and I am the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers to the studio to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, I have a very special guest, a very dear, dear friend of mine, actor Trevor William Hayes. Hello. Hi, hello. <laughs> <laughs> We're, oh. we're just saying with your name that you've got, there's another Trevor Hayes. Yeah. And we were contemplating pretending to be him the whole time and <laughs> ruining his career. Because he's in like shows and He's stuff. in like film and television. Like if you look him up on IMDb, he has tons of credits. Yeah. So there's two of you and Actra with the same yeah. name. Yeah. Because originally I was Trevor Williams when I joined Apprentice. And then when I had the choice to become full actor, they were like, do you want to change it? Yeah. And I think she even said there's already a Trevor Williams or like oh, a Trevor fuck. Williams something or whatever. So she's like, you should do your full name. Plus then when they send me checks, which I love when I get checks, <laughs> they don't have to worry about what name they send it under. They yeah. can just send it under my full name. Your full can, name and that's your I actual name. That. Cha-ching. You can cash. You can cha-cha-cha. I can. Cash ca- mm-hmm. money, honey. When you introduced me just now and you said, ah. dear friend. Yes. Um. You, you probably hate this, but I'm going to bring it up. When we had our beds pushed together in that room. Yeah. And that one night when uh, I had washed my sheets. <laughs> I bring those up all the time. <laughs> and in the darkness of the room at night when we were trying to sleep, I started singing. I you got, got clean sheets. I got <laughs> So if you haven't figured it out by now, we went to school for music theater. Yes. Um, <laughs> you did. That's a music theater geek reference yes. right there. Um, and <laughs> that probably no one will get. Um, oh, God. We um, went to music theater school, and we most indeedly do were roommates. Yeah. Like bedroom. At first, we were just roommates, Normal and then roommates. we were actual room. Actual. Same room. Bedroom mates. Bedroom mates. We had four people crammed into a two bedroom condo. Yeah. Or our, our apartment we rented. We in that den, we remember, we covered, <laughs> we covered the one den with a piece of plywood and people would write their names on it. Remember that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alex posted that picture the other day. I don't know. She posted it on Facebook so you didn't yeah. see it. She posted a picture of it. Oh. And like tagged all the people's names you could see in it. Oh, that's precious. Yeah, we were a Poe. We sure were. We were a Poe. Um, something I think about since we're, this is a sex podcast, like... People, because people ask me about that. Anytime I say that, that yeah. we shared a bedroom, they're like, well, what did you do for sex? I don't remember it being a problem ever. No, I don't either. I think we were so busy a lot of the time. I don't think I was thinking about sex. I wasn't thinking about it most of the time anyway. Ever. But I was also dating Kyle, who lived in an apartment in the same building, and he had his own bedroom. And he had his own bedroom. So, like, most of the time, I think we would go there. Yeah. And then when we were there, probably you and your boyfriend at the time yeah. would just do it. I don't even know if we would. Like, I went to my boyfriend that I saw at the time. I went to his his place in Toronto every weekend, essentially. Right. 
So I think maybe I that was just. That. <laughs> yeah, I went to yeah. I would walk all the way from we went to school in Oakville. I would walk all the way to the Oakville Go Station. Mm-hmm. Take the Go Station in Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he had a couple different apartments in Toronto. The first one was within walking distance of Union. It was like near the Hooters. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> he was in like a the studio. Convert- all you can eat wings on Mondays. Hooters. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the boneless kind too. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah and and that was my first kind of my first experiences in the city definitely the first experiences by myself in toronto yeah because i remember once he moved away he moved somewhere where i needed to take a subway from union and i had just like you were like what the hell I was am very, i doing yeah i was very nervous very i very didn't nervous. realize that you had like never really been to toronto before that no like with my family sure right like we would go to like i was a big hippie back then so like we would go uh and just like shop in kensington market right all day like me and my mom yeah um but that's it and that was like when i really started to like it's pretty funny actually it's so weird like i feel like i have so many vivid vivid memories from college uh but then there's whole things you ask me about i'm like i don't remember no idea like now that I think about it, there was probably a couple nights where I suspect that you and Kevin were fooling around while I was trying to sleep in the other bed. <gasps> no, we wouldn't have. We wouldn't have. But then I'm not. But I w- there was no confirmation of that. Like I didn't know what was happening for sure, but I could just hear like rustling, and I was like, "Are they like whispering and giggling in the bed, or are they like just?" I don't remember lots about that relationship. No, I remember. Of course, you always remember how it ended. Right. And even though it was, I'm sure it was a fine relationship. Yeah. We were together for a long time. Yeah. I only remember like the shitty breakup we had right. and, and that, you know, has shed a light on the whole thing, which I'm sure we had so many great times and there's a reason I was with him for that long. We were together like four years or something. Yeah. Because you guys were together when we got to college. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but you know, when you break up with somebody and have a shitty breakup and... I mean, I don't have a lot of shitty breakups in my past. That was my main one. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> As an adult, I, I don't have any really, but when I was younger, yeah. Yeah. I'd have some shitty Like, ones. a lot of mine are just mutual. Like, it comes to the point where we're like, this really isn't working. Yeah. And we're both kind of like, yeah. And we're like, cool. Like, that's how Kyle and I ended. Oh, yeah? Originally, we were just kind of like, well, we're not sure we want to date each other anymore. So let's not. So let's not. And we didn't. That's very mature. Yeah. And then he went after somebody else immediately. Oh, that Kyle was someone we went to college with. Yes. We all went to college together. <laughs> And I hope he never hears this. Hi, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Hey. <laughs> hey, bro. Um, yeah, like like that particular relationship. Oh, man. I had some... Actually, that was my worst breakup of all time. Really? Yeah. And it wasn't... It wasn't like fighting. It wasn't yelling matches. It wasn't... It was like a lot of hurtful things were said at the end. Okay. And the reason we broke up was like, I am not... I think it was about sex, really. It was like, he didn't find me attractive anymore, which is fine. A fine thing to say. That's a fine thing to say. Yeah. But, but it was more like, I, I don't want to have sex with you. Like, I don't... I think he might have used a negative word. Like, I'm kind of repulsed by sex. I'm kind of... I don't... Like, stuff like that. Right. Like, sex negative stuff. Yes. That made me think that I was... Something was wrong with you. Yeah, like not only not sexy, but like not like disgusting. Right. Like repulsive. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I was. Odd. 
Yeah, I know, because, like, it was a nice relationship, right? Because I lived with you guys in yeah. that other apartment. In another apartment. <laughs> in our first apartment in Toronto. Yes. Well, yeah. That was my second, because remember, I lived in the living room with... <laughs> I lived in the living room of Melanie yeah, and Zach. We lived in some place. shitty arrangements. Oh, and that apartment where there was, like, that fight, and there was the blood everywhere in the hallway Oh, that yeah, one we day. lived in a shitty... That part of Toronto's nice now, apparently. Yeah, there's, like, <laughs> condos, and, like, it's beautiful. It's too far, though, for me. Yeah, oh, yeah. But we're both in lovely, committed relationships yes. now. Yes, mine's far away, though. Yeah, but that's characteristic of you, it's, right? It's very typical it of It is, me. Yeah. that you have a long-distance relationship. I don't know if it's because I function well that way. I think that I'm a very independent person in general mm-hmm. <laughs> with life, mm-hmm. and I think that even if the person... If and when the person is here constantly with me, mm-hmm. I've always often said that if I had a house one day, I would have to have separate bedrooms. Not that we would spend all of our time in separate bedrooms, mm-hmm. but the, I would need the ability to go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. Because I think that's healthy. Mm-hmm. I think that there's all these. I read an article recently, and by recent, I mean like three months ago. <laughs> uh, so it's vague. Uh, <laughs> about, uh, it was from a relationship expert, and they were talking about. The, all the pressures people put on modern relationships mm. because marriage and relationships used to be a lot simpler. Mm. It was like a dowry exchange mm-hmm. and you didn't necessarily have to love the person. Like they didn't have to be your soulmate, mm-hmm. but you would make a life together and procreate, right? Like that was kind of the purpose of relationships. Mm-hmm. And nowadays we expect them to be like the sexiest person ever to constantly want to bang them all the time, mm-hmm. to help support you, to love you, to be, everything, to be for you. everything for you, to be your best friend, to do all these things. And the relationship experts like, that's why they fail because you are expecting too much from one person. One person can't be all of those things. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, you need to know which ones are like most important to you mm-hmm. and go for those, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, if you find someone that you can spend the rest of your life with, who maybe yeah, is not like your ideal sexual, like you're going to want to bang them every day, but you do love them and you care about them and you do find them sexually attractive or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that ticks like, off a bunch of the things ticks off on a the bunch list. of the things, then work at it. You know what I mean? Go for it because like, there's not going to be very many people who are better than that. Mm-hmm. And I, it was kind of a bit of an eye opener when I read the article because I was like, oh, I think I think that way. I think I keep waiting for somebody who's going to fulfill all of those. going to be perfect. Things. Whereas I think there's an element of it. It will be perfect if you work at it being perfect. You know what I mean? Like if you work at the relationship because everything in life takes work. Everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing everything comes easy. Nothing takes comes work. Easily. Exactly. Yeah. That eventually it gets to a place where it really is perfect with its flaws and all you know yes. what I mean like yeah. there's things about it that are going to be sucky but that's the point yeah that's life man that's life yeah that's something kind of similar Dan Savage says is that you you round up so you're my seven or eight out of ten right but you round up so you're my ten out of ten yeah you round up yeah you know like you take all those take the seven seven great qualities out of ten just through love and through work and through commitment and and all those other things that are great in the relationship you know you round up to perfect like this is our perfect this is us perfect yeah like it's case by case yeah there's not somebody who's gonna be the 10 out of 10 for you but if you mean enough to each other you know you'll Take that seven out of ten, and you'll you'll round it up. So I love that you said case by case, because mm. lately I'm also a big fan of <clears throat> trying not to judge other 
this is self so cliche what I'm about to say try not to judge everyone by how they live their lives mm. but like all the time people always give advice there's so much advice that's given to you about relationships about people's opinions on things even your parents like people who've been through it and I'm like it's great but like it's kind of like acting <laughs> there's a million different ways to get to the final product there's a million different methods methods techniques right you have to find the one that works for you you know what I mean? Like somebody can teach you ad nauseum about a method, but it's just not going to work for you. There's going to be one that does or even more than one that does. You know what I mean? But you mm-hmm. have to figure it out for yourself and just allow people to give you the advice and give you the opportunity. But then you still have to sift through it. Yeah. You know take I mean? it in. And so when people give hear you, it. yeah, when people are giving me advice, I'm like, I'm going to hear the advice, but I'm going to sort of sift through it because if it doesn't really work for me, I find I get frustrated trying to make it work for me and then I'm like why am I so frustrated and I'm like oh because this is not like trying to fit yourself into that box yeah I find especially if it comes to relationships like sexually Mm -hmm. because I generally have a low libido Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's related to depression or whatever but I generally have a low libido Mm -hmm. um and it'll spike at random times Mm -hmm. and then just go away and like everybody that I usually date has a high one and they they struggle with it Mm because they're like all the time. I'm like, I would rather just cuddle for two weeks straight. Mm-hmm. That That's fine with me. Like, that's all I need. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but then understanding also that the other person has, has needs. They're so a person that I have too. To, you know, they're a person too. So that I have to like... There's compromise. Go, there's compromise on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, I think there's things sexually that I find, like my fantasies and everything like mm-hmm. that, that... I've always struggled with because I'm like, ooh, I feel like that makes me a bad person. But then I'm like, lately, I'm like, but it's a fantasy. Like, it's not... It's not how you're going to, it's not how you live your life. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, so. It's imagination. Take some pressure off of yourself. Like, my current boyfriend Mm -hmm. always asks me, he's like, I want to know what, like, gets you, like, what really gets you going. Yeah, what's the sexiest Like, what's the thing? Fantasy. And I actually always generally say, there's not, like, literally just, like, having sex for me is fine. Yeah. But, like, it's hard because there's, like, the idea of, like, instant, like, rip your clothes off sex with somebody that I've never met Mm -hmm. who's super hot is, Mm -hmm. like, the hottest thing to me. Yeah. Like, but I can't fulfill that because that's, A, not practical in relationships and, B, like, not safe necessarily, right? (laughs) But, I mean, you can bring elements of that fantasy. You can role play that. Yes. Yes. You can, you know, with your partner. Because sometimes, like, for me, a lot of foreplay, I'm just like... Like, that's so weird, but, like, sometimes if there's a whole lot of foreplay, I'm just like, oh, God, can we just get to it? Like, yeah. I've got a million other things I want to do, and, like, do I'm today. really into this really, like, right now, but I just want to, like, get it done, because, like, that's hotter to me mm. the, than the... spending, like, two hours. Not always. Sometimes, like, you mm-hmm. know, give me some candles. Their urgency me... is yeah. sexy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also just, like, literally, like, I'm such an adult sometimes. <laughs> like, sometimes I'm like, I have a day planned. And if you want to, if you want to interrupt it with sex, I'm just not interested. I'm like, that's, we'll do that some other time. Like, I just want to get this stuff done. Yeah. You've got the other stuff like, on I've your got daily other stuff list. I've got to do, like, I don't know what it is about me, but that's just kind of how I am sometimes. And I think it's it does very, not fit in with your schedule. No. And I think it's very frustrating for him sometimes, but like. Book I, an appointment. But he, under, I know. Talk to my secretary. You're like, uh, I, I'm all booked up today. So <laughs> check with my secretary. I might have time tomorrow. I'm also not a morning person. No, morning sex person? No, but I'm also like, yes. Oh, yes. But, but I'm all, yes, that's what I meant, but I'm also just not a morning oh. person at all. Like, my parents came last weekend and they like to get up early, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. I don't. Uh, but they're up and then they start talking to me <laughs> and they start asking me questions. And they ask me a lot of questions about things I don't know the answer to. So it's just like, I don't know. In the morning. This yeah, is in the I'm morning. Like, I don't know. I like it just, please don't ask me questions right now. 
Don't ask me questions. Don't talk to me. Don't, don't look Don't ask at me. me to make a decision. That's the worst thing. First thing in the morning. <laughs> like, first thing in the morning, I can't make, I can't make decisions. And if I haven't eaten, I can't make decisions. Like, low blood sugar. Yeah. I'm like, get out of here. I cannot make a decision. <laughs> you get hangry? And me and my boyfriend, were both the same way. Yeah. So when we both get that way, we're walking around going, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? I don't know. And neither of us will make a decision. And we just stand there in like silence until one of us finally caves and makes a decision. <laughs> It's adorable. That's, that's love language. That is love language. That's right your there. love language. He talks about that all the time, the love language, actually. Yeah. Um, I need to I need to do... I think I did mine briefly, like a, like a short quiz one. Mm-hmm. So I what, what does the quiz say? I don't know. I'm not... Um, I'm not a verbal... I don't need verbal... Affirmation. Affirmation, I don't mm-hmm. think. I need, like... Gifts. <laughs> Gifts is no, one. No, <laughs> small... I think... What, is there one that's, like, small... Gestures. Gestures. I think so. I think that's me. Yeah. Like if you do small gestures for me and just that show me you're thinking about me, like that's what? enough for me. Like what? Mm, I don't know. Like if you were to like, he leaves me, he does this. This is really cute. He leaves me notes once in a while. That's cute. Um, oh, th- I, I think I came home from, or he left, he came here and then he left and then later I was looking for something and he left me his business card, his actor business card, and had written a cute note on the back of it. Mm-hmm. And I found it later. And it's like, oh, this is really cute. Aww. Like that kind of stuff Aww. means a lot to me. So little kind of romantic gestures. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be super. Just a little note. Like, that actually makes means more to me than if you were to like light a bunch of candles and like, you know, like wine and dine me, Rose which is petals. nice too. I want that too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but like, bro, you know, but like if you just like. And throughout my regular life, if you're mm. reminding me on a regular, that means more to me than like planning, especially if it costs a lot. I'm so cheap. Yes. Like if it costs a lot of money, I don't care. Yeah. Like I'd rather you just like go buy like a chicken breast at the store and like attempt to cook it and yeah. like light some candles that are lying around the house and like, you know, and yeah. like we'll buy a tub of ice cream and just sit and eat that. Like I'm cheap. Love it. That's all Love I want. It. That's Love all it. I want. Yeah. We're homebodies too. We just want to sit on the couch. Like that is... We want to watch a Raptors game while eating a pizza. You watch Raptors games? I fucking love the Raptors. Basketball is like the sport I just don't care about. You the know most. what? Go, I, no, that's golf. But second is basketball. <laughs> I actually do care about golf too. Oh um, basketball is always my worst sport, like to play. Yeah. Pre-recording, we were talking about gym class, like oh, when, we, when yes. we were young. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball was always my worst sport through my entire life, and I just didn't want to play it, and never knew how to, and just hated it. Anytime we had to play it in gym, sometimes. They just picked a sport in gym. You mm-hmm. had to play it. Like, I hated it. Mm-hmm. I really hated it. Um, but Matt actually is... Matt's a huge basketball fan. He loves to shoot around. Um, and, like, we now play in a league, in a co-ed league every week for the past, like, four years. Yeah, you said you played that in volleyball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he... Um, yeah, and he just taught me how to play. And once I... I'm, like, fairly... Not athletic... I'm kind of athletic, but I have coordination. I have good, like, hand-eye coordination. Yeah, well, you were, like, a dancer, a yeah. music theater person. Yeah, so you're... I can, like, figure figure it out. So yeah. he taught me how to play when I was, like, 30, and I just picked it up. You're going to be a basketball star by the time now you're 40. I'm going to be in the WNBA. going to be in the WNBA by the time you're 40. <laughs> so how do you guys then, or how do you, with other partners as well, deal with a long-distance relationship? I mean, I've gotten so used to it. Yeah, it's your normal. It's my normal. He struggles with it because he, like today, for example, he's not having a good time with it. Uh, But that also comes and goes. It's usually more related to his mood. 
about just Anything general else. things in life. And then it, it kind of like rears its head. It's like, also, he just wishes I was there and I, because I'm not there to comfort him and help him and all mm. that kind of stuff. It just makes the problem, exacerbates the problem. Mm. Um, but you're there on the phone. Yeah, like he'll, we he'll FaceTime almost every day mm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. We text constantly all day. Um, we have managed to, we met on a ship. But, yeah, um, on a cruise ship because you over a year ago we met on a ship. Yeah, and we not as a, p- a patron as a no no that. Disney not as a patron. <laughs> um, no, 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 like we work working together. on a Disney cruise yeah. Line. yeah. And then we've managed to since then at least see each other pretty much once a month. Yeah, we sort of committed to going back and forth and just at least for now until we figure it out. Yeah, really making the commitment to try and see each other as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, that's helped a lot as opposed to, you know, it sucks cause he's not making tons of money right now. I was going like to say a poor money. actor in New York city. Um, but I have the luxury right now of having some money behind me. So it's a little bit better. So do you go and, there? Are you going more? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like uh, this is only my second time in a row going, but he's also doing a show right now. So he can't travel mm-hmm. cause he's like committed to doing that show. Obviously. Right. Um, okay. Well, let's take a bit of a break. We're at like, we're at like 23 minutes. I'll trying eat the rest to, of my pizza. Trying to cool, yeah. Eat the rest of your, your crispy, thin crust pizza. And we'll be right back with Trevor William Hayes. <laughs> Let me tell you about Come As You Are. Come As You Are is the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. And they have a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. This means that Come As You Are is able to ensure that their shop reflects diverse genders, orientations, sexualities, and life experiences, rather than just one person's idea of what sex and sexuality products should be about. Come As You Are is never put in a position where they have to bend their professional or personal ethics to please the man. And they are offering a fantastic discount to Bedpost listeners. That's 15% off at www.comeasyouare.com with coupon code BEDPOST. All you gotta do is type in B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive this generous discount. I truly hope everyone listening goes to the website and sees what these folks are really all about. And I truly hope that you enjoy the rest of the episode. Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming back to the show. <laughs> it's Aaron Pym and Trevor William Hayes. I'm still here. <laughs> Both still here. Um, still haven't finished your pizza, though. No, but I ate more of it. Yeah, yeah, like It's two. crunchy, so I don't want to eat it. Well, maybe I should see what it sounds like. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Before, we were saying you were going to slurp, slurp your water yeah, every I time. Yeah, can do that. Yeah, you can do that at the very least. I'll take a drink. funny how it registers on the audio um okay so trevor Mm -hmm. what um what were you taught when you were young either in school in church from your parents what were you taught about sex and sexuality mostly from school barely anything from my parents really yeah one day my mom set a book about sex on my bed and that's the most my parents ever said about it did you read the book was the book no it was like a weird like (laughs) It looked like it was, like, from, like, 1980-something, yep. like, 
let's talk about your sex life or your body. I don't know. I don't even remember. Like, I'm pretty sure I blocked it out. Let's talk about your sex life. Or something. I don't know. I don't think that's... <laughs> I don't think... That's probably not what it was. Because when, like, when I'm, like, a teenager, my mom's like, let's talk about your, your sex, sex life. <laughs> like, what sex life? I wear track pants every day. Like, I don't have a sex life. Uh, but school, like, public school, like, started early. Like, grade seven, I think. What'd they tell you? Do you remember? Just like the basics. Body like stuff? how a vagina works. And like how, vagina works. how your penis works. And like how it works. all of that kind of stuff. Like uh-huh. anatomy more than anything. Uh-huh. And I only remember that happening. I can only vividly remember one year yeah. that that happened. And then I don't remember anything else. I didn't really learn a lot about sex mm-hmm. and my sexuality until like later. Way later. Because I just didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> like... When I was a teenager, I was like a track pant wearing. I like had long hair. You've seen the pictures, like yeah, shoulder yeah, super hair, long hair. Track pant wearing. Mm-hmm. Saturday night, I'd be at home listening to musicals and like singing along, yep. like with my friends. Like I didn't go to parties. I didn't yep. try and drink. I didn't drink until I was legal to drink right. because like I just didn't care. Right. So it really wasn't until like. Did you have friends? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it was actually really interesting because like we, the group in high school that I grew up with was like. There was math people, science people, sports people, arts people. Like there was a big group of us, and we all did different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, I would hang out with them. It was mm-hmm. fine. Like I wasn't a loner. Or You'd anything hang out like with that. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my main friends were like artsy people. Artsy people, but and I also spent so much of my free time doing like theater outside of school, and theater yes, in school, and painting and doing all that stuff. I just never really thought about any of it. Like I was yeah. always doing something and keeping busy. Did so you not have crushes on people? Yes, boys yeah. though. Yeah. It wasn't till like later in high school that I really started getting anxious about it that I was like, oh God, like this is a whole, like it's a gay thing and like there's so much <laughs> stigma and all that kind of stuff. But like when it first started happening, I didn't really think about it. Mm-hmm. There was a guy, I went on a trip to Europe. Mm-hmm. With like, your class? With my class, yeah. yeah. And uh, me and my friend Sarah both had like a mutual crush on this guy named Paul Meelan. Mm-hmm. And he was so beautiful. He was like the first guy I remember in high school being like, he's perfect, beautiful, like, and a nice guy and like really normal. And I like, I never said anything. I never like, you know, but I just like secretly was like, he's so beautiful. And Sarah knew that I was gay. So we would talk about it. Mm-hmm. Did um, you know you were gay? No, mm-hmm. not, not many people did. She was like one of the first people I told. Um, and I told her like this. <laughs> I, it was after school, and I can vividly remember the hallway. I can remember what it looked like. Um, there was very few people around. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have to tell you something. And she's like, what? And I was like, well, you know Dawson's Creek? <laughs> wait, wait for it. And she goes, yeah. And I was like, well, you know, like, Jack from Dawson's Creek? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, he and I have something in common. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> and I was like... No, like he and I have something in common. Can you guess? And she goes, oh, and she was like, okay. And like, she didn't care. She nobody said, cared. okay. And I'm pretty sure that most of my friends like suspected because mm. when I told them, nobody cared. Like I was really lucky. Yeah. I didn't lose any friends. Yeah. Nobody cared. Yeah. And then, so what did, did you tell your parents? Well, my mom asked me one day. Mm-hmm. I was after in the that, after yes. that point? I was in the kitchen and I was doing homework at the kitchen table, <laughs> and my mom called my name from upstairs. And by the this, it's the weirdest thing. By the tone in her voice, you knew. I knew. I knew that she was going to ask. Did me. she say your full name? <laughs> no, it was just the way she said it. She said, "Can you come here for a sec?" Mm. 
it was also weird because she was upstairs. Like, usually when parents say that, they're, like, in the kitchen, and you're, like, upstairs, and, like, I'm coming, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, by the tone, and I went up, and she flat out asked me, and I thought briefly for a second about lying. Yeah. But I didn't. What did and she then, say? Are you gay? Yeah, she asked me. And then she so cried. Tra- so, Trevor. What? Are you gay? That's yes. what she asked? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, a little more gentle than that. But, like, <laughs> yes, that's pretty much what she asked. And then she cried, and I was like, oh, no. But she was like, no, I'm not crying because, like, I have a problem with it. She's like, I really don't care. She's like, I'm just happy that I finally know, like, as a mother that I finally, you know, because I think she probably suspected. Mm-hmm. But we thought we were going to have a problem with my dad because mm. he's, like, a hockey playing, like... Alpha male type. Like, engineer alpha mm. male type. Mm. Which I'm now learning is not my dad at all. But that's what he comes across as sometimes. And that's what you thought at the and time. And that's what I thought at the time. Mm-hmm. So we didn't tell him for, like, a year... <clears throat> and then mm. my mom was eventually like, "I, you have to tell him because he's my husband and I can't keep lying to him. A and whole like, year? Yeah. She's like, I can't keep like Yeah, that pretending. would be tough for her. Yeah. Not that she was like flat out lying for me, but like she's like, it's hard. A lie by know. omission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wrote a letter. Oh my God. And I left the house and I went to my friend Heather Gerard's birthday party and I told my mom to put a post-it note. <laughs> this is so weird. I told my mom <laughs> to put a post-it note on the door if he was really angry so that when I came home, I knew to like prepare myself. Oh God. Came home, no post-it note. Okay. And then the way our house is set up, I could stand in the hallway mm. and look into the, the family room and see my mom. And my dad couldn't see me, but she could see my dad. Mm. Like the way the house was set up. Mm. And so I'm like staring at her and she's like giving me gestures of like nothing. He hasn't said anything. And I was like, what do you mean he hasn't said anything? She's like, he didn't say anything. <laughs> this is all silently from two different rooms. Yes, like we're gesturing <laughs> to each other. And she's like, go in there. And I'm like, you come with me. I'm not going by myself. <laughs> And so we go in, and my dad looks at us, and he's like, what? And my mom's like, you know damn well what? <laughs> She's angry for some She's reason. Like, you know damn well what? You haven't said anything. And he was really good. I'm very lucky. He said, I don't agree with it, but I don't love you any less. Mm. Which is a good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, a fine And answer. then we went through a period of, like, he wouldn't talk about it, and it was awkward. And, like, he did at one point ask me a little bit about it. And he was like, well, like, have you ever, like, been with a girl? And I was like, no. He's like, well, then how do you know you don't like it? Have you ever been with a guy, Dad? That's exactly what I said. Did you I'm actually like, yes, say I that? Said it out loud. Yes, yes. I said, well, Dad, have you ever been with a guy? And he was like, hmm. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I was like, you don't, you like to know. You don't have to, like, you know, like I knew. Like I didn't, anyway. Now he's fine with it. Like he's met all my boyfriend. He doesn't care at all. Yeah. I think we had conversations later where he just said he was worried for like my safety and how people would treat me and everything. Like he didn't really care. Mm -hmm. But like he was on a hockey team and they'd be in the dressing room and like, you know, they'd throw the F word around. Like his friends would throw the F word around and that's just what they do. That's what Mm -hmm. straight men do. Mm -hmm. Um, But he doesn't really care. Mm -hmm. And I think that unfortunately, like, my brother's great now, but for a while my brother was like the bad kid and I was the good kid. And I think that helped with the dynamic of it because my parents were like, mm-hmm. oh, he's like a good guy and a decent human being. And clearly it's not affecting him or affecting like his life. His studies. His, or yeah. His... Like it's just, he's like a normal guy. It's just, yeah. you know, so I think that. that he's just him. also this. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sort of he's how exact, I... He's exactly the same as he always was. Yes. Like I'm not <laughs> any different. Yeah. You know, which is sort of how I view it too. Like... There's, there's a lot of people always talk about like gay culture and all that kind of stuff. And like, I get it. I totally get it. It's, we're sort of in a weird transition time because we no longer, especially in Canada, we have the rights and privileges that everybody else has. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's still fairly new, but we don't, we no longer really need all the time, the shelter of the gay community to keep us safe. You know what I mean? It's changing. So 
it's a strange thing for me to talk about gay culture because I'm like, it's weird because being gay is literally just defines who I sleep with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's really no definition to how I live my life based on that. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're saying it doesn't have a, a huge bearing on your overall identity. No. And I think there's weird... I'm realizing now that I've been in a city for a while, like I've been here for a year now, that there's weird expectations that exist in, like, the gay community. Like what? I feel like we have to love drag queens. Right. And I don't really care about drag queens. I find them entertaining sometimes, but it's not... I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like... I think what it is for me is that uh, some drag... Like, there's a drag queen at Zippers. I can't remember her name, unfortunately. And Mm -hmm. she's... She's been there forever, and she sings her own stuff, and yeah, she stands around a piano, it's all live song, and I find that really interesting. Mm-hmm. To me, that's, like, something I would go and watch. Zippers is gone now. Is it really? Yeah. So I don't know where she went. I don't remember. Oh, God, I hope she found a job. <laughs> Please, God, I hope she's working somewhere else. <laughs> um, he was, like, I think he was, like, 50 or 60. Like, he's been there oh. for a long time. Oh. He or she, sorry. Mm-hmm. She, I guess. However, um, she or he identifies, yeah. Um, but to me... And this is also, like, the artist in me. Like, this really has nothing to do with gay culture. It's also, like, I don't find it entertaining to watch you try and be as much like a woman as you can and step touch while you lip sync to a song. Right. You know what I mean? Like, try harder. That, try harder. <laughs> do more. Like, that's not even, like, really entertaining to me. I'm yeah. like, when you have people out there who can, like, full sing and do, like, performances and, like, do a whole choreographed number. Then sure. Then sure. Like, to me, that's really entertaining. Like, whether you're a gay... Like, whether you're a gay male, whether you're a drag queen, whether you're transgender, whether you're a woman, whether you're a lesbian, like, that's entertaining. That's gonna be entertainment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I feel like that's sort of, like, old school drag. Mm -hmm. Where, like, the makeup's a little bit big and it's, like, a campy Mm send-up of a character. Mm -hmm. Whereas the whole avenue of drag... And it's not a knocking it. There's lots of people who love it and Mm -hmm. I find it interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, you know, like, when I learn about it, when I see people doing the makeup, I'm like, it's fascinating to me, like, what people can do with makeup Mm -hmm. and, like, all that stuff. But I just don't personally find it, I guess, as entertaining as other people and I feel like I'm a bit of an outsider because of that. Mm -hmm. Like, people talk about RuPaul's Drag Race all the time. and I'm a a huge fan. Yeah. A huge fan. And the couple episodes I've watched, I love. I'm like, oh, this is good. Uh, but I don't tune in. I'm not, like, obsessed. I don't talk about it. I don't, like, have parties where I go to the RuPaul's Drag Race party. And, the you viewing know, party. The viewing party. I just, it's not. I also have issues with reality television because I yeah. feel like all reality television, no matter how good the intention, it just turns into who can, like, bitch about each other the most. Oh, yeah. It's all about the drama. And the most drama. And I'm like, can't we just, like, as I feel like RuPaul's Drag Race, when it first started, was, like, about the drag. Yeah. And, like, who, and I was like, this is really great and I love watching this. And now it's more about like, you know, being, throwing shade at each other and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I get back to the drag. Get Get back back to to the the artistry. The artistry of it. You know what I mean? Whereas I get like throwing shade as part of the artistry, I guess, of drag. Yeah, it is part of it. Some areas it's part of it. yeah. But I think you have to be really good at it for it to really... Yeah, it sounds like you just, you like drag, but you don't like poorly done drag. No, and I feel like in this day and age, everybody's a drag queen. Yeah, everybody thinks they can everybody's be a, a drag, drag queen. Yeah, everybody thinks there's... And I'm like, there's an art to it. Yeah, but there is an art to it. And people who are those artists are very entertaining and amazing. And but... I don't want to be judgmental either, because there's probably people who are starting out who sure. are trying to be drag queens. Sure. And they're probably like, I don't really know my... And they're going to learn and everything like yeah. that. It's just... I, I, it's more the point that I just... It doesn't... I, f- I f- always feel a bit like an outsider, because I feel like as a gay person, I'm supposed to just be like... In yes, work, fierce, yes. like drag yeah. queens all the time and yeah. want to do drag and want to put the makeup on. I'm like, I just mm-hmm. really don't 
have any desire to yeah like that there's a similar yeah kind of similarly in the burlesque community like every girl every cis woman wants to be a burlesque dancer nowadays and it's like yeah anybody can get up there and take their clothes off but, but there's, there's more to it. There's it's, more to there's it than that. To yeah, it's art, the art of the tease. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of burlesque and seen a lot of, you know, maybe they're just starting out, like you're saying, or maybe they're just relying on the that maybe they think they're that's all that that there is to it. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's so much more. It's like, about... Maybe someday soon, someone will give me a reason to like want to be a drag queen, and all of a sudden I'll be like, yes, and I'm going to be a drag queen, or there's like a niche that I find or something like that. Right. Like, totally cool. But like, I've people are like, would you ever want to do drag? And I'm like, no. Not like, really. I just, yeah. it doesn't really... If I was doing like a show like Kinky Boots, yes. Like, obviously. Of course. <laughs> like, I would love to do that. But like, I just... There's plenty of other people who are so good at it. I'm like, you let just let them do it. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to be doing it too. Yeah. I'll just like paint my pictures and draw in my apartment and watch <laughs> Netflix. That's what I'll do. On Saturday night. On Saturday night yeah. by myself. Yeah. I don't even go out anymore. Ever. It's, yeah. I. It's funny because we were talking about, we just had like a small college reunion, just like 12 of us or something were there, 10 yes. or 12 of us. And we were saying, like just you and I... A lot of the memories that people are talking about and people have are about partying, right? Yeah. But you and I... We never did. I don't know what we were doing. I've never partied, though. My whole life. I've never really been a partier. And I don't think you have either. No. And we're not... I don't think we have addictive personalities, you and I, no. when it comes to booze or drugs no. or, or partying. I like, love a social gathering. Mm-hmm. I love like, a small social gathering. Yeah, but sure. like, uh, it's like the difference between like a club and a pub. Mm, yeah. I love a pub, yeah. but I don't love a club. Don't love the club. It's just the atmosphere doesn't work for yeah. me. And I think th- just through college, like we had the rule, no parties in our house. Oh, I hate ho- I hate hosting parties. Yes. I'm sorry, but I do. A, because it's a fucking mess, part of my part of my. But, but you want to be able to leave the party. Yes. I want to be able me to too. leave the like, party. Me too. Like that's, like I have such Whenever a low tolerance for those me parties. Too. Me that too. That I'm like, if after an hour I want to get out of here, I need to be able to go home to my bed and not have to wait for people to get out. Because yeah. then I'll just get pissy with everybody. Me too. And I think something that I thought when you kind of said that to me the other night was, well, I thought, first of all, like throughout most of college, all of college, I think, I didn't drink at all. I didn't drink or do drugs at all. And, and half, like a lot of my high school years as well, I said to myself, I'm not drinking. And I didn't have a drop from like halfway through high school to most of the way through college. Yeah. Not a drop. And I was thinking when you said that, that me doing that, me making that decision was more about me not having to party, me not having to like be social and put myself out there. Like that gave me a reason to be able to, to give myself the permission to not go out all the time and to just do the things I wanted to do, like hang out in my apartment with a friend, yeah, watching Buffy Oh my God, Buffy. I know. Or, or whatever next. else. But you know what I mean? I needed that. I needed, I felt like I needed an excuse to do that because I thought I would receive judgment. I think that's partly why I don't drink now too. Now yeah. that you say it out loud. Because it's easier to just be like, oh, I don't really drink I don't and it's drink. not. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Yeah. You know, as opposed to just being like, I don't like going. Because I've always had a problem with putting myself out there socially 
to friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good in a gathering. I'm, a, I'm nice at a party, and I'm very agreeable, and I have a great time. And, but I have trouble making friends and reaching out to friends. Right. And I think that was a wall I put up. Because it made it easier. Because it made it easier. It allowed me to not have to have friends, essentially. But I think also it's a double-edged sword because I think it also gives you a lot of positives, especially in college, because college is such a crazy time. I know, but and sometimes especially I music wish... theater college. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy. But sometimes I wish I went a little crazy, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that too, because I think that maybe I'd be like a bit... This sounds so weird, but I think sometimes I'd be a better performer if I let myself go crazier. Yeah. I think I was too much of... Too much... I grew up as a perfectionist, and now I am a perfectionist. Yeah, I I've thought about it. it too academically. Yeah. For sure. As opposed to just kind of living my life mm-hmm. and allowing that to inform what I did. Yeah, and living the moment and all that kind of stuff. But we are also, like, grown human adults now that are decent human beings, so I don't think, like... <laughs> we're doing all right. I think we're doing all right. <laughs> I don't think we have a lot to really regret. <laughs> to worry you know about. I mean? like, oh my God. We're pretty good. Let's do, um, before we go, we've got like five more minutes or something. Okay. Let's do like a quick fire round about sex stuff. <gasps> Ooh, I love stuff. this kind of stuff. Okay, great. Okay. Trevor William Hayes. What is your favorite position? <laughs> it's such a, I'm so it's like. Bizarre. I'm so like vanilla. <laughs> like it's the most vanilla. Like. For my boyfriend to be just like laying flat, face down on the bed. Face down, yep. Oh, I love face down. I love like me being face me down. Me on top. I love going that. At it. Okay, I okay. I love being face down on the bed. Yeah. Like just, I don't like to be on my knees either. <laughs> I like just like to be like like a corpse. <laughs> like a fucking corpse. Like you just want to be. It feels a good. I don't know, especially like if I'm doing a no. Okay, this is okay. We're stopping the quick fire round for just okay. one second. Okay. Story time. Okay, can I? ask you your opinion maybe and may- I'm just voicing something that's weird with me okay with anal sex okay I do a lot of anal play I receive a lot of anal play uh-huh. like manual with hands and uh-huh. stuff and uh, we don't have much anal sex full out anal sex at all really um or like well just a little bit like here and there anyway I find it better this is really weird and please people don't like don't go out and just take this advice and think that this is what you need to do okay but i i find um if there's like a lot of (laughs) you're already laughing at me if there's a lot of prep like manual prep before the actual anal sex like penis in butt anal sex Mm -hmm. if there's a lot of like thought going into it like a good 10 minutes of like warm up Mm -hmm. and then we do it it doesn't happen like it's it's doesn't i don't know if it's like nerves or like too many nerves or See, something like for this. me it would be the opposite okay but if he just like if he just like comes in the room and then like i don't know we just kind of are like against each other for a little bit and then he's like do you want and then he's like can we do this or like let's do this and then we have anal sex right away with no warm-up i'm fine really yes yeah, no, it's the opposite, I think. It should be the opposite. Yeah. I know, it should be the opposite. I just realized this the other day. But some people, but for some people they, that works. Like, I'm pretty sure in the gay community, like, some for some people that really works as well. I don't like, know why. That's what why... they want. They just want somebody to come and, like, shove it in. Yeah. I don't know why that is. But, like, like people don't just... 
Don't just go shoving don't your go, penis in don't, various don't, buttholes. Don't go do this. Like, I do a lot of anal play. I receive a lot of yeah. manual anal play. So it's not like I'm a noob that... Yeah. But isn't that weird? We just realized that. We're like, it always goes really well. And when maybe it happens just, like that... Maybe it's like an audition. Is it a mental thing? It's like an audition. <laughs> it's like when you think too much about the audition and rehearse too much, the audition doesn't go well. Yeah, you but when you, it's just like, you've got to go in in two hours. You're like, okay. okay you just I'm like, it's, it's like literally like balls to the wall. You just got to do it. And then it just goes really well. And usually you book it. <laughs> okay. Back to the quick fire okay. round. Where is the most unique place you've had sex or a foreplay? As of recently Ooh. in outdoors. Yes. It's in sort of the woods in the mountains. In the mountains? Yes. <laughs> Like I know that's answers weird. in the mountains. Yes, <laughs> it's like the most like in the mountains. In the mountains, I love like, it. Literally, like against a rock with like water. In the mountains. Yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite prop to use? Toy, costume. Piece, I don't really ever. Piece of clothing, piece of furniture. No, like I actually really enjoy a brief amount of time where we are both just in our underwear. So undies. Undies, yeah. Or where one of us is fully clothed and the other is not. Oh, yeah. For we, like a short period of oh, time. Oh, yeah. We love fully clothed. Uh, yeah. We like fully clothed female, naked male. Great. We love that. Because usually, because I'm a nudist. You lived with me for a yeah, long time. of course. You know, I like to be wearing as few clothes as possible yeah. at any, like I'm dying right now. Right. Because um, I'm wearing full, like, jogging pants, jostering pants. Like, I'm sweating. I like, mean, you can take your pants off here right now if you really want. It's not going to bug me. They're not going to know and it's not going to bug me. But, so that's like, that's our, that's normal. Like, mm-hmm. that is like normal to see me naked and Matt have clothes on. Right. So, like, to switch it up and have the opposite yeah. where, like, I'm fully clothed and he's not, that's, like, very erotic. Like, for some reason, I really like, like, Nathan will leave the room mm-hmm. and, like, go somewhere and then I get undressed really quick, like, full undressed and, like, then he comes back and he's, like, fully clothed and I'm not. For some reason, like, to me, ooh. that's like, Yeah. <laughs> What's happening now? Yes. Okay, what is your favorite type of role play? Um, I don't think I've ever role played. Is that Really? Weird? Some yeah. people say that. I, I do it. I ever we do have. it constantly. Even like not even where you're playing a character or like an archetype or something like that, but anything where there's two different like power roles kind of? Yeah, well, there's stuff yeah. like that, yeah. I, I it's um I like to be I, it's not a matter of favorites. It's like, well, okay. There's kind of both. It's like, if I'm like the top, Mm -hmm. like I do like to like somewhat dominate. Mm -hmm. Uh, So dominant role. A A dominant role. Yeah, not like in a rough way. Yeah. But like be dominant and like just kind of like go for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I said earlier, like sometimes I don't like foreplay. Like I just want to Just go for it. Do it. You know what I mean? And like be aggressive (laughs) about it. Yeah. Uh... But then it's kind of the same as that if I were to bottom, mm-hmm. that like, I don't want you to be like, I mean, you have to be gentle because like, because obviously you have to like prep and all that kind of yeah. like, you don't just like shove it in there. Unless you're you know me. I mean. Unless, Unless you're, you're Aaron. <laughs> uh, but like that being said, like I want it to, I, 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 ugh, how do I say this? I don't want to offend anybody. I want the guy to be like a man. Like I want him to feel like. You want the masculine energy. Yeah. 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 That works for me. No, I know. I just don't want to be like, oh, like, I don't know. People get, some people get sensitive. I get it, I get it. But I don't. I like a big man. 
yeah. on top of me. Like, I like when Matt is, like, playing that, like, quote-unquote big man role. Yes. That he's the big man. Yeah, I guess I that's sort of the that. same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what is... <laughs> I love when I start talking before I even have thought I want to say it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> um, what type of lube do you use? Oh, you we use just brand? like Astroglide. Astroglide? Yeah. Yeah? You get that at Shoppers, right? Yeah. Just or, straight yeah, up Astroglide. Or like spit. That's really weird. <laughs> it works. Saliva. Yeah. Know what? Do you know the trick when you're using a water-based lube? If you add spit, it's like you just added more lube. Like really? it rejuvenates it. Yeah. Add saliva or like if you have a glass of water and add a flick of water or whatever, it rejuvenates it just like you've added more lube. So you don't have to keep going through. You don't have to keep adding. Right. A thousand times. Like if it starts to absorb, because water base, the water component is going to absorb in your skin. Right. right. But if you just like add a little bit of saliva, just give a little. <laughs> just <laughs> like hockaloogie. Just hockaloog, and then it's like new. Yeah, great. Great. Just, you know, stop in the middle of that central moment and be like. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Trevor, this has been nice. Um, what do you have anything coming up that you want? Oh, I know you're working on a project right now, but it's secret. It is a secret project. It's still secret, is yeah, it? It's still secret. Oh, there's a big thing coming out though, people. Yeah. I have I've only worked on it the once though. Oh. But they're still shooting. Yeah. So when they need me, hopefully they You'll will need me again because that was great money. I want you back at bedpost at some point. Well, you, we talked, like, what was that thing you said yeah, about? Yeah, what did we think of? We thought Billy of something. Was there, we thought about something the other day, and I was like, I would love to do that. Oh, uh, the like life. Trio. The life. Oh, the life o The life o <laughs> The life. Because <laughs> I want to be one of the two people who just stands there and shakes. And shake their ass. Yes. And just shakes their butt. That's the dance yes. break. They just bounce. Oh my God. Bounce, I want to be, bounce, bounce. I would be totally into that. fucking God. We should do a music theater piece, though. We should do a duet. Okay. Even Even if it's something like, um... Like that song, Wait, Barcelona did, or something. Remember when we did um, uh, that song from Ragtime together? That's my favorite memory from MT class. Our children. Remember when we did that together? Oh, we were old even when we were young. I know. That's my favorite memory from that class. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I love doing... We did another great um, uh, duet together. Anna, get your gun. What's the... Oh, uh, anything I, you can do, I can thank do better. You. <laughs> Yeah. That's my, I think that might be my favorite. I forgot about that one. That, that one's great too. too. I think we have a video of, Kyle has a video of it somewhere. No. Shout out to Kyle again. Hi Kyle. <laughs> Send yeah. us the video. Send us the video. If you have it still. <sighs> okay, everybody, thank you so much Trevor for coming. No problem. So Thanks nice. for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Um, guys, this has been Trevor William Hayes and I've been Aaron Pym. This has been the Bedpost Podcast. Yeah, check back often because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see Bedpost Live, the Variety State Show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday of every month at 8. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica, on Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show, or on our new website, bedpost.ca. Lastly, the Bedpost Podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook and our website, stephaniecopelandmusic.com. Calm, calm, calm. Calm, calm, calm.